Welcome to this week's episode of My Big Gay Podcast with me, Benji. And me, Brad, giving you the life, the loves and lows of living in London. Two gays, one city. What, what could, could possibly, possibly go, go wrong? wrong? I think I've done every variation of that possible now. <laughs> Are you over our little intro? I'm not saying I'm over it, but I might be over it. Do you need to find other ways to say it, to vary up? Yeah, look, I, I won't go, I'm not going to throw my toys out the pram. I'm not going <laughs> to not gonna change it right now. I'll just, I'll try again next week. We'll see what happens. Anyway, Brad, how you been? What are you drinking? Well, I'm actually, I'm on the water right now because I've just come back from a bottomless Prosecco Sunday afternoon lunch thing. And might have had too many Proseccos. Oh, oh. <laughs> bloody hell. No, actually, I'm trying to be a bit better because you know me, I love a drink. I love a little party mm. tonight. Mm-hmm. And since the breakup, trying to like tone that in a little bit, not be too wild. Yeah, because I don't think that's going to be good for future relationships. Uh- <laughs> so you treat yourself to a bougie boozy brunch i did with some friends yeah we had a lovely lunch because now i'm in clapham (laughs) Uh, so we went to balham which is not far from clapham if you don't know where balham is um yeah it literally i've 20 minutes on the bus of that in this really nice pub restaurant place and we had like big sunday roast thing uh bottomless prosecco and it was great we were there for a couple of hours but yeah i came back i was like oh might be a bit too drunk to do the podcast right now. Better get that tap water out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> tap water as well, not even bottled water. Proper class. <laughs> um, yeah, Clapham sounds great. It's a shame you don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm actually using my hotspot right now because BT fucked up. They were meant to have sorted out the Wi-Fi. It hasn't worked out. So uh, we'll see how this recording goes this week, shall we? And hopefully all will be well. <laughs> um, Brad, how uh, how hot is your hotspot? It is so hot. It's the hottest spot in town. Oh my. <laughs> Can I come and tether to your hot spot? How's your spot? Ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even working. <laughs> I, just, I haven't spoken to it in a few months, to be honest. <laughs> I think it moved out, but anyway. <laughs> but how are you anyway? What are you drinking right now? I'm good. I've actually just finished a coffee. I'm feeling wired. Oh I just, God, you're buzzing. I am buzzing, yeah. And it's only just hit my system, so I only only apologise <laughs> for spot. what... <laughs> it's hit my cold spot. It's... Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but we will we will see. Um, Brad, before we move on any any further, I feel like there's something quite important to bring up, and that is that you <laughs> took... You, this week, just gone, took a drastic change in your appearance. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. You are... <laughs> you are right. And I, I believe you tried to talk me out of it. <laughs> I... Right, guys, not only did I try and talk him out of it, one of Brad's dear friends messaged me privately (laughs) in a panicked voice note saying that whatever I'm doing, I have to stop and get over to wherever Brad is, (laughs) rugby tackle him and stop him from going through with this um, procedure, let's Uh say. Yeah. So... I have wanted a hair change for such a long time. Usually I have a quiff and I've had a quiff since I was like 14 years old, right? Yeah. It didn't even suit you then. No, no, it's old. It's tired, right? (laughs) And the thing is, I'm 32 years old and I thought, I don't think a quiff should be on my head anymore. Whoa. I need something different. Whoa, 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 whoa. I still wear my hair in a quiff sometimes. That is fine for you. And if you're happy with that, um, you know, whatever you want to do with your hair. I am younger, I guess. <laughs> That's probably why. By like two months. But anyway, 
makes a difference um so yeah actually before covid i was like i want a new hair change i don't know what it is i want but i want something new but obviously then covid happens all the barbers were closed anyway and then yeah i just never got around to it but because of this breakup i was like right i'm moving house i've just broken up i want a fresh new look image whatever so i went to this hairdresser's and oh my god lovely woman i was like right what can you do with my hair that's not a quiff and she asked me if i would be interested in going curly <laughs> oh my god to be honest i didn't know if my hair could go curly because i don't have like thick thick hair and it's not long so essentially what she was offering was a perm right <laughs> my my knowledge of perms are you need to have like longer hair and it's be thick and then obviously you know because it damages your hair doesn't it with all the like solutions and have a bus pass and be in your late 80s <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think my gut instinct is pretty spot on. I don't know if I've got a sixth sense, but I feel like I do. And my gut was telling me to do this perm, book it, do it. And then everyone, including yourself, was saying, don't do it. You're going to regret it forever. Now, the thing is, what was going through my mind is we've all seen Legally Blonde, right? (laughs) If I hate my perm, (laughs) I'll just jump in the shower and it will wash out and then it's fine. Back to normal hair. No, no. Right, right. This is the issue I had right at the very beginning. Don't feel like you can quote Legally Blonde incorrect and I'm going to keep quiet about it. In Legally Blonde, at the end, she says you can't go in the shower after having a perm because it'll damage because of the hydroglyco, whatever it's called. Yeah. It then does not say it goes back to how it was pre the procedure i thought it went back to normal so it just washed out and then you back to normal hair no see this is because you've just put hairspray in your hair for the last (laughs) three decades true (laughs) it which just washes out no these are chemicals if they get like overly wet they it wrecks your hair shit i just thought i'd wash it out and go back to normal straight hair i'm not even joking if you go back to your messages i say that about three times but you <laughs> you were so blind like blinkered that you were going to get this perm done yeah i was anyway i got my perm done i fucking love it don't i yeah you're lucky you are lucky i um i was worried it was gonna go very long <laughs> everyone was worried <laughs> everyone was worried just because i was like i don't know if you have the right hair to perm mm-hmm. like and if it goes curly, is it going to be like quite thin, patchy? Yeah. Like a poodle? Yeah. Like, are we going to see your scalp? <laughs> yeah. No, I thought the same as well, right? And then that's only that picture I think I did when it was wet. Um, you didn't, but one of your friends did. <laughs> <laughs> so what they do, if you've not done a perm before, they put your hair in rollers. And obviously my hair was short anyway. So they had like these, as you use these like special thin rollers. Roll it all up, put all this like solution on, then they put like a towel around your head. A purple rinse. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then you sit there for like an hour whilst that like sets in and they wash it all out. So when she took the towel off, so obviously washed it and it was wet. And she's like, are you ready to see your new curls? I was like, yeah, yeah, show me. She turned the chair around. And I thought, oh my fucking God, biggest mistake of oh my gosh. life. Like it was bad. My hair looked like ramen noodles, oh. wet ramen noodles. <laughs> And I obviously did not have like a good look on my face because she was like, no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. Like, I'm going to dry it. I'm going to style it. I'm going to like cut it and like, you know, shape it and stuff and be fine. And then when she did that, it actually looked all right. And then that's when I FaceTimed you after, didn't I? Yeah. And you were like, oh, it's actually not too bad. Um, are those the words that came out of my mouth? <laughs> and I think you said, it's better than I thought it was going to look. I think yeah. That's what you said. I think that probably sounds more realistic. Yeah. Thanks for your confidence boost. No, it's not that. It was just, I didn't know what was going to happen sort of 
because it's it stay it carries on doing stuff, doesn't it? The next like few days, that's why you can't wash it. Yeah. So basically, they were really tight. When I Facetimed <laughs> you, I looked like Justin Timberlake from NSYNC, like tight curls. Which is the reference I gave before you did it, <laughs> and you were like, no, 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 no. Because I was thinking in my head more like more soft, wavy, not like tight curls, and they were tight curls, but. That was five days ago. And so they've relaxed a little bit and now I can style it a little bit and it will get, obviously my hair will grow and then it'll be like curly wavy at the end. And yeah, I'm liking it. And then it'll look like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I ain't got red hair. <laughs> red clown hair. What's wrong with redheads? Nothing. I like your red hair. I don't have red hair. I am strawberry blonde. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, right now, I'm really blonde because of the sun. Thank you very much. Do you know what? The compliments I've had from it are great. Loads of people said I look way younger as well. I look <laughs> young anyway. You're just asking for... Oh, man. You're just asking for... Honestly, just... I've been ID'd. Right. Did I, did I tell you about this two weeks ago and I actually did get ID'd? Did you? What for? An energy drink. That's like 16 to get that, right? Yeah. You don't look 16 or under. Well, I'm really sorry, but I got ID'd in Waitrose. And yes, granted, I did have a face mask on. But that means that my eyes upwards says youthful look. To be honest, you don't really have that wrinkly skin, do you? You have got nice skin. Do you know why? Because of Jersey skin. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have my own skincare company. (laughs) So moving on. You have this drastic change, which I feel is quite a common trait when it comes to a breakup. Like people want a change. Yes. I remember going through like wanting to get like a tattoo or a piercing or like shave my head. I obviously didn't go through with any of them and you very much <laughs> did. But um, has it made you feel better? Well, I went with my gut and my gut is pretty good at times, as I said. And my gut was saying, even though everyone else in my life is saying, don't do it. My gut was like, no, no, this is the way forward. And I'm so glad I've got it done. I really like it. And it does give me a new look, which is what I wanted. You realise our logo now for the podcast, I'm going to have to try and change your hair to have curly hair. Yeah, because I've got this hair now for six months, unless I shave it off. Shave it, shave <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I like my new curls. Yeah, oh, bless you. Um, but jokes aside, how are you feeling? How have you been this, this last week? Um, it's been a bit up and down. So I've just, as, as you know, I've moved house. So that has kept me busy. Yeah. And that has been really, really good. And I'm pretty much unpacked now. And today has not been that great because it's like, oh, okay, I've moved house. I've unpacked. Now I've got all this time to think about <laughs> my ex, you know? Yeah. Um, And this is actually the longest we've been without speaking in the last eight weeks since he oh, broke gosh. up with me. Actually, did I tell you how we broke up? How he broke up with me? Uh, you did, but I felt like you should share it with the podcast. Anyone who's not listened to last week's podcast, just to fill you in, Brad um, unfortunately went through a pretty rough breakup um, in the last couple of weeks. And just to catch you up to speed, we realised that there was a bit of like, um, there wasn't that many uh, podcasts out there that actually talks about um, same gender breakups. So we wanted to bring it into the podcast and sort of share it. And anybody who has gone through any breakups, we want you guys to write in. And Brad is very kindly sharing, (laughs) pouring his his heart out on the podcast. Um, So that's kind of where we're at. But no, you didn't tell everyone how the breakup actually happened if you want to share it yeah I don't mind I mean it was a bit of a a surreal moment as always is the wave of my life um but basically got drunk my housemates one night and my ex was also involved but he went to bed at like two-ish 
I went to bed at like six. <laughs> Story of my life, which is why I'm trying to tone down my party in a little bit. So it was like 10 o'clock the next day in the morning or whatever. And I sort of rolled over and I was a little bit like, oh, you know, uh, feeling the uh, feeling the effects from the night before. Mm. And he was not there in bed. So I just messaged him and said, oh, where are you? You know, and he said, oh, I'm out getting a coffee. Do you want anything? I was like, no, no, just come back to bed and let's spoon. <laughs> so he then came back into bed and got into bed and I rolled over. I was like, spoon me. <laughs> right. Oh <my> <laughs> so I was, you know, a bit hungover, a bit needy. We've mm. all been there. And he was like, oh, can we talk? <laughs> and I thought he meant as in like, oh, I'm awake. Can we talk? So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Because I was like half awake at this point. Yeah. Thinking, he'd, you know, want to talk about whatever. And he went, no, no. Can you turn around and face me? Oh, so as a joke, I rolled over and went, Oh, you're not going to break up with me, are you? Cut to awkward pause. Yeah, I think I am. And, you know, that obviously woke me out of my slightly hungover slumber on a Sunday morning. And uh, yeah, and then it just happened there and then. Oh, mate. I just made a joke out of it. I was like, you know, joke, joke, joke. Oh, you're not going to break up. Yeah, actually, he was going to do that. (laughs) And then how long did you talk about it for? Actually, not that long. Like, did he leave? Yeah, yeah. I asked him to leave. Oh, we spoke for like 10 minutes of that. And I was like, I, I can't process this right now. This is all too much. Like, this has come out of nowhere. So then he left. And in a way, maybe I was testing him as well. Because then if he was like, no, no, I want to stay. Like, maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But he didn't. He just left, which made me think, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he actually is like serious about this. So then we actually spoke the next day. So I texted him like, look, can we talk about mm. this properly? I've had a day to like process this. So we spoke the next evening. But yeah, this week has been, um, so we did meet up for like a final heart to heart because the issue is, is that we still see each other at work and I only work at this place part-time. So I'm only there two days a week and it's really difficult to have a clean break off from it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically in these last eight weeks, we've had lots of chats and stuff, uh, which uh, yeah, that's just been the way it's gone. And in these chats, I've basically said, look, I appreciate your reasons for the breakup, but so much of it is due to COVID and the life that we're currently living in. And it's just not been like in a, in a positive mindset and positive world or whatever. And he agreed. And I was like, can we, or would you be up for trying later on down the line just to see where it goes? Like, cause I really like this guy. Right. Mm. And he has eventually, well, he, he said, yeah, he would do that. So then we've been kind of talking about that. And he's been saying about like, Oh, come to Clapham, come see you in Clapham and all this. So in my head, I've been thinking, Oh, there could be a future here, but he keeps saying we need space to, to do that. We want some space and then to reassess. Now, obviously I've been in a really vulnerable position and I really want to get back with this guy. So anything he says, I'm like holding on to, right? As a as a thing for the future. Mm. And it sort of dawned on me the last week or so that actually this isn't good. And he, say, he keeps saying he wants space, but then he keeps talking to me at work and keeps coming to find me on my breaks. And we keep messaging. He gave me a lift home from work the other day. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just like, this isn't, what you're saying you want and it's very confusing yeah so i spoke to him about it and was like look i you know i want to try again later down the line you said the only way that would happen is if you have space so i want to cut you out of my life so that we can try again mm. and i've been thinking about maybe even quitting my job <laughs> to, uh just to even give that space but you said that to him uh no no good no, no. No. uh but for the time being i just need to ignore him on 
at work if I ever bump into him, whatever, on breaks or whatever. And um, and he needs to not come and find me out and speak to me and like wait for me to like take me home and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say the thing with you and uh, I've I said this before, like to your face, I think actually on the podcast as well, I you are such like a, a genuine person. Like you're not, you don't, there's no bullshit with you. There really isn't. You yeah. say You say what you feel, you're honest about it. And I kind of feel like going through this, it got to the stage where actually you weren't really focusing on your, on what was good for you anymore. No, definitely not. I feel like it was you trying to cling on to what what you'd had in the past and how you had felt with security. And actually when he ended it with you and, and it, the whole circumstances I, I thought were quite unfair on you, mm. it put you in a place where you, I feel like you're being so nice to make sure that he was feeling okay. And like, it got to the stage where you just weren't thinking for yourself. Like, cause you're such a giving person. Mm. You want everyone else to feel comfortable. You want everyone else to be having a good time. Like at parties, social circles, you want everyone else to be happy. You're making jokes, etc. It got to the stage where I was literally like, you just need to focus on you now and do what makes you happy without that involving anybody else. You are so right. The amount of hours I've put into not sleeping, thinking about him, writing letters, um, going through in my head, trying to make it work. Mm. Hours and hours, right? And I've not been putting time on myself, really. No. Not enough time. Um, and it has got to that stage now. It's been eight weeks where I was like, I, this needs to... He needs to make a decision, right? Mm-hmm. I've basically like poured out my heart to him for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks and not really received that much back other than, yeah, maybe we just need some space, but then him not giving me space. Yeah. So we had a heart to heart and I said, I need to cut you out of my life. And I don't want to do that to be horrible to you. In actual fact, it's the opposite. Like, I really like you so much but I'm trying to respect what you're saying. And I was like, you know, if you, if you don't want another date later on in the future, or you don't see that for us, just tell me now. So then I can move on. Right. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, I, I'm, you know, I, this is what I, yeah, it's, it's potential. Like, you know, this could happen for us. I was like, okay, well then I need to cut you out. And the other thing was, I, <laughs> I did that crazy stalker thing that maybe we all do when you break up or your ex breaks up with you is that I, looks for him on grinder because you know you can search for your air- yeah, areas right yeah yeah so i did do that and i saw that he was active online in his area which was i don't why do we do that to ourselves right there was there's two ways that can go if he's online it's gonna make me feel shit because he's clearly messaging other people and doing that which mm-hmm. is not gonna make me feel good if he's not online it's then maybe giving me hope because I'm thinking, oh, he's not talking to other guys. He's talking to me quite a lot. So maybe there is still something there and it's all very confusing. Either way, it's not going to be good for my mindset. So I shouldn't no. have done it. Well, this is, we had a long chat about this because in this sort of situation, you you will believe whatever you tell yourself to believe. Mm-hmm. So you will make up a scenario which doesn't even exist. For example, seeing that he is online, he's redownloaded the app, etc. He's on it. A, you message him and be like, why are you on it? And he could come back and be like, oh, because I want to move on and and get attention from other people. Obviously, then you could be like, oh, he's just saying that to sort of get a reaction out of me. He doesn't mean it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Or he could be like, oh, I just wanted, you know, some something to take my mind off it because I'm really missing you. And then you're going to tell yourself, oh, that's he's doing this because he really wants to get back together. So he'll 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 start talking to other people and then he'll realize that actually we're a way better fit than he will be with anybody else that he finds on on that app. Like it gets you into such a 
like a false state of mind. A hundred percent right. And in this heart to heart, I did call him out about the, yeah, I'm not calling him out, but I just said, look, you know, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was that crazy stalker that I'm trying not to be, but I, you know, curiosity got the better of me and I just wanted to see, and I saw you was online and he said the second one, he was like, I've been missing you so much that I want attention from other people to fill that gap. Yeah. And how did that make you feel? Well, obviously at the time I'm like, oh, isn't that lovely? Exactly. <laughs> but why? Exactly. I should be like, no, if you want my attention, you know, I want to give it to you. Do you want me or not? Is what I should have said. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then I remember saying to you like, oh God, I felt so horrible saying all these things. Yeah. I felt like I was kicking a puppy. <laughs> I was like, don't kick him while he's down then. But also I felt like it was important to say that if he's on one app, he's probably on all of them. Well, this is it. Right. And there's no point in me even looking, trying to find, I just need to accept that he is speaking to other people and moving on right now. And the thing is, he's actually not done anything wrong. It's not like we're together and he's on those apps. He broke up with me and then a couple of weeks later is on the apps. So he's actually in the right to do that, right? He's not, he's not done anything wrong to me. Was it a couple of weeks? Um, one week later, he was on Grinder. Yeah, I don't. For me, I don't. I feel like there's like an unwritten rule in a breakup that if you're in a breakup, there's like a cooling off period where you're, you aren't seen to be actively looking to move on or to have a hookup or get distracted. Like if you, if you want to go and blow, blow off steam, go with your mates out to a pub where you know you're not going to bump into each other mm. and just get drunk and have a laugh and go home. Mm-hmm. Don't go on. And I just, especially like in London, I know it's a huge place, but really it, it isn't. And if you're on that app, I mean, maybe, maybe it's just me. If I'm on that app, wherever I am and I refresh, if I go down the whole page, I will find somebody I know. Well, yeah, this is it. Like, you're so right. Even though London is a big city, the gay community in London isn't really that big. Like, you do see the same faces. Like, a couple of years ago when I was on, like, Tinder Hinge and stuff, it would be, like, the same people would be popping up, you know, on both, on all the apps. Didn't we meet on one of those apps? (laughs) Yeah, we did, yeah. (laughs) Which one was it? Tinder. Tinder. (laughs) Hey, and look look what's happened. (laughs) I swear, if you start a podcast with somebody else, I'll be very upset. You cannot cheat on me with a podcaster. <laughs> I know where you live. You're the one house in Clapham without Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, look, let's leave that to the side for the moment because I have another topic that I wish to discuss. What else is on the agenda today, Benji? Well, Brad, I'm glad you asked because it is Pride Month. It absolutely is. June is Pride Month, so happy Pride, y'all. June is busting out all over. (laughs) Yes, it is Pride Month. The whole month of June is Pride Month. And obviously, wherever you are, your Pride celebrations may well have been uh, disrupted or moved. But we know that London Pride is happening on September the 11th this year, which obviously caused quite a bit of a stir. It did, yeah, because people were kicking off because it's 20 years this year of uh, September the 11th. Yeah. And obviously Pride is happening this this year. So, um, yeah, people were saying maybe it's a bit disrespectful and it shouldn't be on that day. What do you think about that? I, listen, if it was like, if it happened last year, within the last few years, absolutely fair enough. No one is saying that what happened is so far in the past that we should just forget about it. Not at all. It was just, it was obviously a humongous disaster. For some people that it really did affect, maybe having pride on that day gives them a celebration 
whilst also remembering you know a loss or, or however they were affected from September 11th but maybe it gives them something else to focus on and also the thing is the the Pride Festival in London are very aware very inclusive I'd be really surprised if they didn't do like a minute silence etc yeah Benji, I feel like I've just been rabbiting on all by myself about my breakup. Have you got a breakup uh, story to share? I I have quite a few breakup stories, actually. Do um, you? I do. Um, <laughs> and I'm very, I'm in a, you know, I'm in a place where I'm very happy to talk about them in a, in a joking sense. I, I too have made some errors in breakups, but I feel like I will save those for later on uh, in the season um, because they're quite lengthy stories. Did you also get a perm? I did not <laughs> get a perm, but funny story. Do you know what? I've been quite lucky with my hair growing up, apart from the first time I was ever allowed to go to the hairdressers by myself. Have I told you this story? No, no. Okay. So back then the hairdressers was just um, up the road from my house in the village. So I just walked there. So I just was like, I right. want to get my hair cut. It's getting a bit long. It was too long for school. So remember that note. It was too long for school. because <laughs> so I went to one of these horrible twist schools where like gentlemen boys had to have like short back and sides like you know that disaster mm-hmm. that we grew up through but anyway so i was like i'm gonna get my hair cut my parents were like right we'll book you an appointment no problem book me one and i was like can i go by myself and my mom was like um yeah like obviously when you walk up there be careful on the right side of the road etc but yeah you can go by yourself here's here's <laughs> wait how money. old were you uh don't actually like 16 <laughs> yeah yeah this is what you're about this is last summer um i was anywhere between nine and 12 and your mum was saying walk on the right side of the road at nine years old you, do you know what you know just let's be safe mate i was like drinking cider in the park at that age okay i was just painting you a picture she probably didn't say that <laughs> right she probably said great fuck off and give me a couple hours peace but anyway so i walked up to the to the hairdresser walked in very polite they're like, hello, can I help? And I was like, yes, of course, I have an appointment. So I felt very, very important. Would you like a drink? Yes, please. I'd like some orange juice. No problem. Got me some orange juice. So I was out there. The person came over. I was like, right, so what are we doing today? And I said, oh, well, I need to get it short for school. And they're like, okay, well, do you know what number you'd like? So I then started to panic because I didn't really understand what the numbers were. And I was like, well, I need it short for school. It's all I could remember in the, in the panic <laughs> moment. I know it needs to be short. So me back then, I had like, a, I hated change basically. So I was like, I know if I start off with one number, I can always change it as we go. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, um, can we go for a number one? And they were like, a number one. I was like, yeah. And I was like, they're like, um, are you sure you are you sure you want to go for number one? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my head, a number one was number one, the first level of shortness. So they uh, were going to take off a very small amount. Yeah. Right? Because one is little. <laughs> I didn't think of it as the side of one millimeter left on your head. So they were like, yeah, no problem at all. Got the clippers. Clippers went on. And it was like that film movie moment when they just went straight down the middle of my head. Uh-huh. And I basically had a ball strip. <laughs> and I remember just staring at it and like not even blinking. I just remember st- absolutely frozen. And the hairdresser was like, you were right. I was like, yep. And I just watched my head get shaped. I, ha- I have a humongous head, like really big. With- oh, big head. <laughs> Don't you know it? And with every like streak of hair that went missing i turned more and more into this like little bruiser thug you had a one all over i had a one all over oh my god so they got it i walked up 
I gave him the money, I paid for it, and I walked home slower, the slowest walk I've ever done in my life. <laughs> the walk of like, shame. Yeah, I was literally like, what am I going to say? So I got home, I was like, right, here we go. Open the door. And my mum, my mum doesn't really notice many things. Like, we could literally paint the house and she wouldn't notice. I walked in the front door. She looked up. She just drops her mug of tea and just <laughs> screams. And she's like, what have you done? And I was like, I don't know. I sent the wrong number. I just started crying, thinking, what on earth am I going to do? Not allowed to wear hats at school. Anyway, next mo- mo- next morning, I go to school. I turn up. My teacher's like, what on earth have you done to your hair? I was then sent to the headmaster. There was discussions of me being like suspended for having a bruiser haircut. It was disaster. Wow. But <laughs> in my defense, my hair was no longer touching my collar. That is true. They got what they asked for. They did not get what they asked for at all. <laughs> so listeners, if you do follow us on Instagram, if you don't, please go and do it now. It's at Big Game Podcast. You will see that we have a competition running at the moment with a £50 voucher up for grabs from Fit kitchen all you have to do is head over to our instagram page click on the image or comment below the name of the person you would like to take for lunch or dinner at fit kitchen the voucher is 50 pounds that's definitely enough for two of you to go it could be a day it could just be taking somebody that you feel needs a bit of spoiling Yes, because we all like to be spoiled once in a while. I am not spoiled. <laughs> That's because uh, you've got no one to treat you. Wow. I'll take here's, you out. Here's me. Not again. Thank you very much. <laughs> Been there, done that, lo- <laughs> lost the T-shirt. <laughs> Burnt that T-shirt. <laughs> but sadly, Brad, that is all we have time for on this week's episode of My Big Game Podcast with me, Benji. And me, Brad. If you don't follow us, like we said, you can on Twitter and Instagram, which is at Big Gay Podcast, or you can head over to our website, which is www.mybiggaypodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. And don't forget, we always love to hear about your funny stories. They can be about anything because Brian in the Sky has been a little bit quiet lately. So we want some funny stories to share. So get them sent in. But like I said, that is all we have time for on this week's episode. Until next week. See you next Wednesday. So do you think I should get a perm? I think you should, and then we can update our logo, and we've both got curly hair. And both be on Clapham Common. Living our Clapham dream. Is that the Clapham dream? My Big Gay Podcast would love, love, love to thank this month's subs. I mean subscribers. Who are the following? Becky B, Vasilis, Jay, William Mealy, Jack, Joe Brown. As well as Richard, Mark, Tommy, Kendrick, Rob Houghton, Michael Leonard and Marty. By subscribing, you're helping to keep My Big Gay Podcast free and accessible to the LGBTQ plus community around the world. Yes, and thanks to your generosity, we're now able to make the podcast transcribed so that those that are hard of hearing can also enjoy the podcast. It only costs less than a cup of coffee a month and you can cancel at any time. Well, if you really want to. And don't forget, you'll also be added to our close friends list on Instagram for extra content just for your eyes. Oh, Benji, you're not going to make me put up nudes, are you? No, mate, we're trying to thank our following, not send them running.